Thomas Berenikoff in Russian Fairy Tales by Peter Polovoy, translated by Robert Nisbet Bain, eighteen fifty four to nineteen o nine. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Thomas Berenikoff. Once upon a time, there lived in a village a miserably poor peasant called Tommy Berenikoff thomas's tongue could wag right well and in mother wit he was no worse than his neighbours but he was anything but handsome to look at and for working in the fields he was not worth a button one day he went into the field to plough the work was heavy and his nag was a wretched hack quite starved and scarce able to drag along the plough so at last tom quite gave way to woe sat down on a little stone and immediately whole swarms of blow-flies and gadflies fell upon his poor knacker from every quarter and stuck fast thomas seized a bundle of dry twigs and thwacked his horse about the back with all his might the horse never stirred from the spot and the blow-flies and gadflies fell off him in swarms thomas began to count how many he had killed eight gadflies and there was no numbering the slain of the other flies and thomas berenikoff smiled oh that's something like said he we've killed eight at a blow and there's no counting the smaller fry what a warrior i am what a hero i won't plough any more i'll fight i'll turn hero and so seek my fortune and he took his crooked sickle from his shoulders hung up his bast basket by his girdle placed in this basket his blunt scythe and then he mounted his hack and wandered forth into the wide world he went on and on till he came to a post on which passing heroes had inscribed their names and he wrote with chalk on this post the hero thomas berenikoff has passed by this way who slew eight at one blow and of the smaller fry without number this he wrote and went on farther he had only got a mile from this post when two stalwart young heroes came galloping up to it read the inscription and asked one another what unheard-of hero is this whither has he gone i never heard of his gallant steed and there is no trace of his knightly deed they followed hard upon thomas overtook him and were amazed at the sight of him what sort of a horse is the fellow riding on cried they why tis a mere hack then all this prowess cannot be in the horse but in the hero himself and they both rode up to thomas and said to him quite humbly and mildly peace be with thee good man thomas looked at them over his shoulder and without moving his head said who are you ilya moromets and aliesha popovitch we would fain be thy comrades well maybe you'll do follow behind me pray they came to the realm of the neighbouring tsar and went straight into his preserves here they let their horses out to graze and laid themselves down to rest beneath their tent the neighbouring tsar sent out against them a hundred horsemen of his guard and bade them drive away the strangers from his preserves ilya muromets and aliesha popovitch said to thomas wilt thou go against them or wilt thou send us what forsooth do you think i'd soil my hands by going against such stuff no go thou ilya muromets and show thy prowess so ilya muromets sat him on his heroic steed charged the tsar's horsemen swooped down upon them like a bright falcon on a flock of doves smote them and cut them all down to the very last one at this the tsar was still more wroth collected all of his host that was in the town both horse and foot 
and bade his captains drive the wandering strangers out of his preserves without ceremony the czar's army advanced on the preserves blew with their trumpets and columns of dust arose in their path ilya muromets and aliesha popovitch came to thomas and said to him wilt thou go thyself against the foe or wilt thou send one of us but thomas who was lying on his side did not so much as turn him round but said to the heroes the idea of my coming to blows with this rabble the idea of my soiling my heroic hands with such as these no go thou aliesha popovitch and show them our style of fighting and i'll look on and see if thy valour be of the right sort aliesha rushed like a whirlwind upon the czar's host his armour rattled like thunder he waved his mace from afar and shouted with a voice more piercing than the clang of clarions i will slay and smash all of you without mercy he flew upon the host and began crushing it the captain saw that every one took to his heels before him and there was no way of stopping them so they blew a retreat with the trumpets retired toward the town and came themselves with an apology to alicia and said tell us now strong and potent hero by what name we must call thee and tell us thy father's name that we may honour it what tribute must we give thee that thou mayst trouble us no more and leave our realm in peace oh tis not to me you must give tribute answered alicia i am but a subordinate i do what i am bidden by my elder brother the famous hero thomas berenikoff you must reckon with him he will spare you if he pleases but if he does not please he will level your whole kingdom with the ground the czar heard these words and sent tommy rich gifts in an honourable embassy of distinguished persons and bade them say we beg the famous hero thomas berenikoff to come and visit us to dwell in our royal court and help us to war against the khan of china if o hero thou dost succeed in smiting utterly the countless chinese host then i will give thee my own daughter and after my death thou shalt have the whole realm but tommy put on a long face and said what's that well well i don't mind i suppose i may as well consent to that then he mounted his hack commanded his heroic younger brethren to ride behind him and went as a guest to the neighbouring tsar tommy had not yet thoroughly succeeded in testing the quality of the czar's kitchen he had not yet thoroughly rested from his labours when there came a threatening embassy from the khan of china demanding that the whole kingdom should acknowledge him as its liege lord and that the czar should send him his only daughter oh tell your khan replied the czar that i fear him no longer i now have a firm support a sure defence the famous hero thomas berenikoff who can slay eight at one blow of his sword and of the lesser fry without number if life is not pleasant to your khan and your chinese brethren come to my empire and you shall have cause to remember thomas berenikoff in two days a countless chinese host surrounded the city of the czar and the chinese khan sent to say i have here an unconquerable hero the like of whom the world knows not send out against him thy thomas if thy champion prevails i'll submit and pay thee a tribute from my whole khanate but if mine prevails thou must give me thy daughter and pay me a tribute from thy whole kingdom so now it was the turn of thomas berenikoff to show his prowess and his heroic younger brothers ilya muromets and aliesha popovitch said to him mighty and potent hero our elder brother how wilt thou fight against this chinaman without armour take our martial armour 
choose the best of our heroic horses thomas berenikoff answered thus how then must i hide myself in armour from this shaven pate why i could finish off this chinaman with one hand quite easily why you yourselves when you first saw me said tis plain that we must not look at the horse but at the warrior but thomas thought to himself i'm in a pretty pickle now well let the chinaman kill me if he likes i'll not be put to shame over the business anyhow then they brought him his hack he mounted it in peasant style struck it with his bunch of twigs and went into the open plain at a gentle amble the chinese khan had armed his champion like a fortress he clothed him in armour twelve puds in weight taught him the use of every weapon put in his hands a battle-axe eighty pounds in weight and said to him just before he set out mark me and recollect my words when a russian hero cannot prevail by force he will overcome by cunning so lest thou shouldst get the worst of it take care to do everything the russian hero does so the champions went out against each other into the open field and thomas saw the chinese hero advancing against him as big as a mountain with his head like a beer-cask and covered with armour like a tortoise in its shell so that he was scarcely able to move tommy had recourse to artifice he got off his horse and sat down on a stone and began to sharpen his scythe the chinese hero when he saw that got off his horse immediately fastened it to a tree and began to whet his axe against a stone also when thomas had finished sharpening his scythe he marched up to the chinaman and said to him we two are mighty and potent heroes we have come out against each other in mortal combat but before we assault one another each should show the other proper respect and salute after the custom of the country and he saluted the chinaman with a low a very low bow oh oh thought the chinaman here's some piece of trickery i know i'll bow yet lower and he bowed himself to the very ground but before he could raise himself up again in his heavy armour thomas rushed at him tickled him once or twice in the neck and so cut his throat through for him then he leaped upon the heroic horse of the chinaman scrambled on the top of it somehow flourished his birch of twigs tried to grasp the reins and quite forgot that the horse was tied to a tree but the good horse as soon as he felt a rider on his back tugged and pulled till he tore the tree up by the roots and off he set at full gallop toward the chinese host dragging after him the big tree as if it had been a mere feather thomas berenikoff was terribly frightened and began bawling help help but the chinese host feared him more than a snowstorm and it seemed to them as if he were crying to them run run so they took to their heels without once looking back but the heroic horse plunged into the midst of them trampled them beneath its feet and the huge tree trunk scattered them in all directions wherever it plunged it left a wide road behind it the chinese swore that they would never fight with thomas again and this resolution was lucky for thomas he returned to the town on his own hack and they were all amazed at his strength valour and success what dost thou require of me said the czar to thomas one half of my golden treasures and my daughter into the bargain or one half of my glorious kingdom well i'll take half your kingdom if you like but i wouldn't turn up my nose either at your daughter with half your golden treasure for a dowry and look now when i get married don't forget to invite to the wedding my younger brothers ilya muromets and aleisha popovitch and thomas married the thrice lovely tsarevna 
and they celebrated the wedding so gloriously that the heads of all the guests ached for more than two weeks afterward i too was there and i drank mead and ale and got rich gifts and so my tale is told end of thomas berenikoff recording by expatriate in bangor maine